Welcome back to another episode of We Are Liars, a Pretty Little Liars podcast. I'm Liz. And I'm Michelle. And we are discussing episode 14 of season one, titled Careful What You Wish For. Original air date January 24th, 2011, written by Tamar Laddie and directed by Norman Buckley. So the school's dance-a-thon gives the liars more sore feet. I'm sorry, gives the liars more than sore feet. Arya's old babysitter, Simone, comes to visit and has her eyes set on Ezra. (laughs) Does she, though? I don't know. I feel like Arya is setting Simone's eyes on Ezra, along with Ella. Right. It was mostly Ella. Ella was like the ringleader of this whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. So my little poison tonight is just a little espresso moment to keep the girls awake and dancing for this dance-a-thon. So cheers. Enjoy. Cute. The girls, it seems as though they have watched and rewatched this video clip of Ian and Allison a couple of times. I can't imagine watching your friend and your brother-in-law on screen multiple times. It must have been a lot for them. But then Ian comes downstairs and he needs to grab a late night snack. And so he his face is literally on the computer. It's paused. And the girls are all freaking out. They They didn't really do a good job of pretending that there was nothing on the computer screen they kind of just like froze in their spot and just pro- hoped and prayed he didn't see it, his face yeah I mean but this was done on purpose obviously to create the tension but again you could have just closed your laptop and it would have been okay it would have been fine he wouldn't have questioned it do you think he saw his face I don't but I also obviously think and as we see he knows they're up to something Right. Yeah. So even if he didn't see it, he's still very suspicious of the girls. Yeah. They feel they should take this video and hand it over to the police the next day. They decide they're going to go on lunch. They're going to give in the video. And when it comes time for them to go to the station, Spencer's laptop has been replaced with a notebook. So they're shit out of luck. (laughs) And they feel it has to be Ian because he's the only one with Spencer's gym locker combination. She says, I had this strapped to my side all day long. The only time I didn't have it was when I was in gym. And she's like, Ian is the only one who has my combo. So she questions him later on and asks if he saw the laptop. Of course, he says he didn't. Where did she leave it? Trying to like help her out a little bit. And then she mentions that about the dance and he's like yeah I'm gonna go later she's like why why are you going and he says Melissa's out of town I'd rather be here than with her and her friends from business school and then he talks about how this town likes to gossip and Spencer's like what are you referencing here like what are you trying to get out and he's like I just wish that you would act more like family yeah this is so weird also like where the hell are Spencer's parents I think they're both lawyers, so I guess they're just busy, busy. <laughs> and I guess the the barn doesn't have a kitchen situation. I guess not, because he's always in the main house. Yeah. So it's just, it's just weird. It is. Yeah. Definitely. More on that later. We have to go to go over to Hannah. So she's hoping and praying that someone will hire her because as we know, 
the money that Ashley has stolen is gone and Sean's mom won't hire her back and really no one in town is willing to hire her. It seems as though Ashley owes their favorite boutique a lot of money, which Hannah obviously had no idea. So she's really not in a good frame of mind. She's really she's snippy towards Sean, even though he's annoying, but she's like a little bit snippy towards him. So then she gets a text from A, naturally, and it says that basically I have a job for you if you do what I say. So the same predicament she was a few weeks ago. Yeah. More on that in a minute. Emily, she's having a tough time. Maya, as we know, is in juvie camp. True North, they won't let her talk to her on the phone. She can only speak to family. So Hannah mentions this new kid in school and that he does some shady shit on the side. So he's, she's like, here, talk to him. He maybe can set you up with, I guess it's a way where he can rig it, where it makes it seem like it's Maya's parents calling. Yeah, I was confused <laughs> about this because I was like, him, like, essentially jailbreaking her phone. What? How would that make this process easier if they're screening the calls yeah. going to Maya? I don't obviously know pretty much anything about how to do any of that so I was just like yeah for the fantasy I'll believe whatever he's doing sure and he's like so funny about his like side hustle he's like don't let anyone see this money like don't talk about it in front I'm like you're what people can give people money like nobody knows what you're talking about he's like so worked up about it that he's like doing illegal shit it's like Get even yourself, outside kid. of school he yeah that's what i'm saying it. like even on the street when emily sees him he's like don't don't address me don't tell anyone you're what i'm doing don't talk about this here can we do this somewhere else i'm like you are sketchy dude <laughs> but that is caleb rivers he has made his first appearance on the show it is certainly not his last good to know i'm excited yes. i like him uh so he's gonna give emily back her phone at the dance Good old Aria. She was something else in this episode, but I get it. She we'll was talk about exactly it. how a 16 year old should act exactly. in this scenario. Exactly. And I felt it was portrayed very real and realistic. And I think Lucy did a great job with, with, with what she was given. It just is frustrating <laughs> as the audience because you're like, well, honestly, Simone and Ezra probably are better off together. Yeah. Simone is Arya's old babysitter who doesn't seem like she's obviously that much older than her. I, my babysitter was like four years older than me, I think. I know. When you or look five, back, maybe. they seemed so much older, but really it's like three to years. Right. That. It's just that your parents can trust, you know, maybe a 14, 15 year old with you or a 16 right. year old. So. Yeah. And it's only for a few hours, right? So she is living in New York and she's now a published author. She is someone that Aria seems to really look up to. We don't really talk about it much, but it's very clear that Aria has a passion for writing, obviously why she likes Ezra. And they talk about Aria writing things when she was in Iceland. And so maybe, I don't remember, but maybe we'll get more with that later on with Aria and the writing. Truly do not remember. Uh, So Simone is there. She's presenting to some of the classes, I guess, about her experience since she is a Rosewood alum. And then Ella has the brilliant idea of potentially setting her up with Ezra. And so Ezra takes a look at Simone's writing. He's very impressed. Aria makes this surprise visit to go see him for coffee. And he's like, well, actually, 
Simone and I are getting coffee in like a half hour, so I can't really tell your mom that I'm not available. It's going to be suspicious. And Ari is so incredibly jealous. So jealous. We talked about this during our Zoom chat as we were watching that Ella's a teacher. We thought she was just a proctor. What is she teaching? I, You know what? I think she might be a history teacher. Oh, okay. I think we get her. She definitely is teaching in next week's episode. I want to say she's a history teacher. Don't quote me on that. But as a, as a viewer, I literally forgot that that's what she does as her career because we talk about how she goes and vol- does some time at the art gallery. Right. So yeah. to me, I couldn't remember that she actually was a teacher. And then I thought, okay, she's proctoring. I think I remember a little bit later on that she does do some teaching, but I didn't realize that she was originally a teacher. I thought she kind of just like decided to go back to school and become a teacher and like work in the school with her kids kind of thing. But I guess she's just a a teacher at Rosewood. (laughs) Yeah. And then off topic from this, but is Byron's side piece on the island? No. Okay. Yeah. Meredith. Yes. Thank you. No, she's not on the island. All right. So as I said, there is a -a dance-a-thon happening on top of everything else that these girls have to worry about. So Simone decides she's actually going to attend the dance-a-thon because she wants to spend a little bit more time with Ezra this, of course, pisses Arya off. Simone can sense that something is up with her, but Arya doesn't really give in too much until she's about to pop and Spencer and her see Ezra and Simone talking across the dance room, like across the floor. And Arya, the scene was very over the top, and Arya's like, I'm going over there. So she goes over there, and to distract, Spencer says, Mr. Fitz, can you dance with me? And now I was like, Okay, but this she is al- so cringe. Yeah, but then she goes, it's okay, it's allowed. She goes, it's okay, it's allowed. I know, I heard that. So those rules, you can dance with teachers during this dance-a-thon. I actually, I very much like Spencer in this episode. I mean, I always enjoy Spencer. Yeah. But I thought she did a really good job taking care of her friends. And she definitely saved Arya's ass in this scenario. But she the did. whole, um, can we dance? I was like, ooh. But then this is allowed. And I was like, ooh. I know. I'm like, they had to add that this is allowed. Now, if I was Ezra, I feel like why would my girlfriend, right, friend interrupt this? Like, would they? I feel like if I was him, I'd be like, did she tell anyone about us? Because this seems like a little random that Spencer would want to dance with me. Right. Or it could just be Arya's friend maybe has a crush on me and I just have to. Play That's true, because cool she here. has told him in the past, oh, my friends think you're cute. Yeah. So maybe, and Simone says, oh, it looks like someone has a crush on their English, English, wow, English teacher. Yeah. So maybe it's that. Ella sees that Aria is upset. She thinks she's upset because Simone is, like, moving on. <laughs> but she's really upset, obviously, because of Ezra. And she tells her, oh, one day you'll understand what it's like to be a single woman and you'll want to find someone special. She's like patting her on the head like, you're young. You don't understand that. And Arya, of course, in her mind is probably like, no, you don't understand my love well, clearly, for Ezra. Yeah, because she's like, you don't know how hard it is to meet a nice guy. Arya's it like, is hard. Mm, that is my guy. <laughs> she's like, but that one's mine, though. I get it, mom. It is. It's so hard. It's so, so hard. And Simone is probably, you know, much younger than us currently. And 
you know, it just gets harder and harder. Anyway, so mm-hmm. Ella's someone special, aka Byron, is at the dance trying to get back into Ella's good graces, obviously. And uh, I just really dislike him. That's no new news here, but he tries to slow dance with her. They do. But then he tries to go a little bit further. I should take you and the kids out for pizza with Simone like old times. And Ella's like, no, I don't really want to complicate this situation anymore. So I'm not going to do that. So I was like, good for you, Ella. Good for you. Because really, Byron just so rubs me the wrong way because he acts like his attitude's like, I didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, I mean, he's trying to have everyone forget the past, and it's not that easy, but It's not easy whatsoever, and if Arya's not careful, her situation could end up very much like this one. Yeah. So at the end of the night, Arya is upset with the Simone Ezra situation, and this entire scene, I feel like, was perfection in the way a high school girl would be portrayed. She's young. She's desperate. And I've honestly, I've said these words, you know, like self-deprecating things to hope that your partner will be like, you're not that. I love you. And of course, prime example here, the manipulation of her using that. He's like, no, I love you, though, which normally, <laughs> let's be clear, that doesn't usually, the, <laughs> that's not usually how it goes. <laughs> when I've used that, it's like, well, you know, whatever. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, all those all those years ago. But this manipulation, and obviously it's not intentional, but Arya's like, you know, you should be with Simone. She's your age. You guys look great. You guys look like a couple. And he's like, no, I love you. Gross. But, but they can't even kiss because it's in the school parking lot and people could see. I hated this so Yeah, I much. hated this. I hated this, as we usually do. No, I know. Who else we hate is Ian. He is a chaperone at the dance. And before it starts, he puts his briefcase in his desk, which he locks. He puts the keys in his pocket of his jacket pocket, which Mike is like, why would he put it in the jacket? Why wouldn't you put it in the pants? The jacket you're checking. So not smart. But they feel, though, if even if Ian had erased a video on Spencer's laptop. It's still obviously suspicious. Like, if she didn't have the proof, they should still go to the police anyway because they saw it. They can't deny that they saw it. And it's even worse if Ian were to have erased it. So Spencer does get the keys. They do this whole finagling situation. And while she's in there snooping, Caleb comes in and he questions what she's up to. And she's like, please close the door. And he's like, no, 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 I'm not leaving. And she basically is like, I'll pay you if you stay quiet. Emily calls Maya from her new jailbroken phone, which Hannah is super pissed because Caleb has overcharged her for the rush delivery. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And it seems as though when she's speaking to Maya that Maya is a little bit distant. She's different in a way. And Emily thinks that this is this. This is it. There there must be over. It's the end. And to deal with her woes, she decides she's going to take Hannah's very full flask of whatever alcohol was in there that she brought for some extra party fun. And she's going to drink the whole thing. So she goes up to Ian in this whole drunken stupor, which I thought was very comical. I thought Shay did a very good job at acting drunk here. Yes, I agree. Her in the the tassels of the... I was cracking up. She it she was, was so very funny. calm. It was very comedic. Very good comedic timing here. 
Um, so she goes up to Ian and she's like, I know what you did. And she walks away. And then Ian like grabs Spencer. He's like, what's she talking about? And so Spencer has to lie and say that she told them. Well, it's not a lie. because She did tell them all that she did kiss him. And he threatens her. And he's like, if someone else were to find out, they could get hurt. Yeah. I so. mean, listen, if I was Ian, I'd probably do the same thing. I the walls are closing out. in. Yeah, the walls are closing in. And there's a lot to lose here. A lot. A lot is at stake. Finally, at the dance, Hannah is... She goes up to Caleb and she scolds him for overcharging Emily, which I thought was so funny. And this whole scene was kind of like, first of all, you don't know me. Yeah. Second of all, you don't know me. And of course, she then she gets a text to go dance with Lucas for $200. So she forces Lucas to dance. They dance for five songs per Sean. You guys have danced for five songs. And the more she dances with him, the more A increases the price. So like the last one would be $500 and then the last one's $1,000. And so she keeps dancing with Lucas. And obviously this is pissing off Sean so much because it's the same scenario we had when he was, they were at homecoming where she keeps leaving him and getting distracted. And of course it's with Lucas and he really obviously doesn't like Lucas. And so she tells Sean, like she can't stop dancing with Lucas. Like I can't stop. (laughs) And so he ends it. He's like, I can't, I can't deal with this anymore. And as she's dancing with Lucas, she's crying. She's like slow dancing and like literally crying. And Lucas is like, this is the best day of my life. I know. Lucas is like, yes, I'm finally in. Yeah, I've won. But like also poor Lucas. So bad. Being on the receiving end of this. Mm -hmm. It's yeah, it's so bad. I feel like if she would have just told the girls what was going on. I know. She would feel obviously they probably would have talked her out of it. Because they do talk about, is it this is it a scene this episode? There's a scene in this up ep- in next week's episode where Spencer talks about like like basically you have to stand up to a bully is the the premise and that's in next yeah. week's episode. But you know I I feel like if she were were to tell the girls, I don't know if they would just be like we'll find another way for you to get money somehow. But she doesn't, and so she has to hold on to the secret. And, um, yeah, Lucas gets really hopeful about this whole thing. And even so much he wants to drive her home. I don't know. Maybe he's, like, hoping for He's like, I know you and Sean are no longer. Can you? Can I take you home? Like, stepping right in. No yeah, waste, way to waste, move in. Wait, no time. Fast. Yeah. yeah. And I love it because at that point, Emily, as we know, she's drunk. But she tells Hannah, like, you're just as bad as Allie. Allie did the same thing to me. And you're leading Lucas on. And Hannah's like, yeah, I know. Like, I'm really shitty. I'm. She feels terrible. And so she and Spencer take Emily back to Spencer's because there's no way Emily could go back to the Fields house with Pam there. And so they lay her in bed. It's super cute. And they do apologize to each other. But, you know, Hannah's like, I know I was shitty. I'm just as bad as Allison. You're right. So Emily's sleeping and... uh. Hannah and Spencer are downstairs and under a stack of magazines is Spencer's laptop, which Spencer knows wasn't there because she looked around the whole house and she feels as though Ian left after her. So he had to have put it back there. And the video of, of course, is gone. Either A or Ian has deleted it. And now in return is a picture from A of the night Allie went missing in Spencer's backyard with Allie in her yellow t-shirt, her yellow top. 
and behind her is a shadow. And Hannah's like, there's a shadow. Spencer, do you know who that is? Yeah, that And Spencer said no, but obviously she's appearing to know who it is. <laughs> yeah, but just the way that was delivered yeah, it made was, me laugh. Yeah, it also made me laugh. And then our last scene is Ella working in the coat shack, and she gives A back the black jacket and gloves, and she's like, I hope you had a good night. Yeah, <laughs> I love the way they face. did this. This was really good, but also to mention the fact that Hannah did all this and ended up with the cash in her coat pocket. Yes. Right. She, Which, she ended up getting, I don't know if that's all the money. No, because I, I think Ashley, I think in next week's episode, Ashley says something about like, it was like 30 grand or 20 grand or something like that. That she got back? That she stole. Right. So, so how, I don't know how much, I don't think that Hannah got back all of that. No, but Hannah got back X amount of dances Some, she did. Yeah. But the fact that it was in her coat pocket. Yeah. It and was like wrapped again, in her scarf. Yeah. Which is wild. And then again, it's like, just tell the girls why you did it. Here's the cash to prove it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, I think, and again, this would negate everything, but continuing forward, these girls should really back everything up. If they get a picture, if they get a video, yeah, download it, get a copy. <laughs> Back it up. Every one of you should back it up. There should be five copies going around. You're absolutely right. Like Every single person should get a copy. It should be hard for A to get rid of this yeah. evidence. And right. Ian even says to her, did you back up your files? And Spencer's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but obviously not not well enough unless she right. was lying. Like, oh, yeah, no, I have it. Yeah. Yeah. We have a message from the We Are Liars A this week. And the header was your lying faces. And I'm like having a Ross Rachel moment where they put Y-O-U-R lying faces, not Y-O-U apostrophe R-E. Um, you know, if, if you're going to troll us, I'm going to troll you. <laughs> um, so they say, don't try and play innocent girls. We all know that you lie more than you can breathe. And this came in at 1.15 on Thursday. 1.15 a.m. So we're like Allie. We lie more than we breathe. Right, exactly. Got it. Interesting. Cool. You still didn't prove that you weren't Mike, though, so we're just going to no. keep going with that you're Mike. Yeah. Unless you prove us otherwise. Are you trying to throw me off with your grammatical uh, errors here, Mike? Or are you just rushing to get this email in at 1 o'clock in the morning? Well, whatever time it is for you. <laughs> I could do the math, but I'm not going to. But we're going to break, and I'm going to give you the rosewood chop. Okay, so this week's Rosewood Shop is Ben and Jerry's Strawberry Jammin'. Sweet cream ice cream with pie crust pieces, white fudge bits, and strawberry jam swirls. With the dance-a-thon hitting Rosewood this week, the music wasn't the only thing that was jammin' in this episode. The liars were in a jam on whether or not they should show the video to the police, Emily being unable to talk to Maya and resorting with the help from Hannah to modifying her phone to get through to Maya. Hannah's worst of all had to choose between keeping her relationship with her boring wet noodle male version of Lindsay boyfriend, Sean, or get more of her mother's stolen money back. With Arya's successful old babysitter visiting Rosewood, she tries to unknowingly put a wedge between Arya and Ezra. And finally, the pie crust represents Emily in this episode as she was a little crusty towards Hannah and Ian after she had a few too many sips from Hannah's flask. Ooh, I want that ice cream. I love strawberry. Love strawberry. Thanks, Mike. (laughs) 
All right. Hope you enjoyed your break. We are back with some trivia. So when Lucas asks Hannah if he can take her home, she calls him Ian by mistake. Didn't even pick up on that. Didn't even pick up on it. And I watch my captions. Same. I did not. Didn't even pick up on it. They mentioned the OC in this episode in which both, I'm sorry, which Lucy, Hale, Ashley Benson, and Janelle Parrish all appear in, which was cute. Yeah. Mike says in the books, Maya never gets sent away. Instead, it's Emily. Her parents are both homophobic. The mom is also a racist in the books because Emily is white and at a swim meet, where flyers are being handed out of Maya and Emily kissing and Emily's parents telling her she either has to be enrolled in reform school or go live with a cons- or go live with conservative rel- oh, live. <laughs> oh God. Or go live with conservative relatives in Iowa. She chooses the reform school and leaves and Maya never leaves in the books. Whoa. Yeah. We also, I have not, looked at the comments but the tiktok you posted of where is maya where is this actress i see it getting a lot of comments is there anything you want to share people were talking about future things with maya so i didn't i was hoping that you were i did not i promise you i don't click on any of our uh like if i make a we are liars real i don't actually respond to the comments unless i can preview and be like yes yeah um You might not want to go on there if you are a newbie. <laughs> okay. All right. That answers Don't look in the comments. Okay. So uh, I just wanted to shout out Brock Breedman, who sent us an email about Emily and Maya and playing footsie under the table. They stated that it must have been hard for Maya to have gotten her buckled shoes off. And they just thought that it was strange and funny that wouldn't it be difficult for her to get it back on uh honestly i don't think we thought anything of this didn't think anything of it good pickup i guess i didn't even pay attention to what shoes the girls were wearing so that's how much i pay attention nope okay so will asks does hannah's cash storyline give us a clue as to who a is who would want to help her i think it's just a torment though yeah i don't really look at this as helping right because they stole it in the first place right right exactly so I don't think it leads us anywhere. And I also think it's torment, like you said. Yeah. Was Spencer the one following Allison in the video? I'm sorry, in the post. Ooh, I see. I can see what you mean there because Spencer acted like she knew who the shadow was. I like that. Well, who do you think it is if it's not Spencer? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I my Honestly, my first thought was Ian. Because she could recognize a shadow because she's been with him and now is on to him. Right. But I like the idea that it could be her. Mm-hmm. And then to that. Okay. Britt asks, do you think Arya gets better grades from Ezra or she's such a good writer that she gets good grades anyway? Ew. Gross all around. Um, Listen, I would like to think he doesn't influence his grades because he's doing her. But <laughs> it probably does. It probably does. It probably does. I mean, wouldn't you be like, hey, give me a better grade on this? Right. I don't even think that that's a question in the show. Like, I don't even think we talk about like, you know, you could see it happening where like you gave me an a C. Don't you think yeah. I deserve an A? I don't even think that happens. So, yeah, that I remember. What was a slow song that you remember dancing to in middle school or high school? Brits was a moment like this by Kelly Clarkson. Aww. 
So sweet. Uh, I hated slow dances and I never, I never partook, partook, partake, <laughs> partook in part, <laughs> took part, took part. <laughs> oh my gosh, took part in any of them in middle school or yeah. high school, honestly. Oh, it's hard to say. I remember the one of the biggest songs I feel like of my childhood and even gotten older was Casey and Jojo all my life. Like everyone Classic. played that song. I feel like boys in middle school dedicated that song to me. <laughs> like it was just and it was like multiple boys. It would be like sixth grade, the boy dedicated to me. Seventh grade, the boy dedicated to me. I'm like, pick a new song. But so sweet. Thank you so much. Remember that boy you dated who gave you those dirty stuffed animals? Yeah. R.I.P. He actually died. Oh, my God. I don't mean to laugh. <laughs> I did not I'm know I'm not that. laughing about that, honestly. Um, yes, but they were like carnival stuffed animals that were his brothers that were dirty and used, and he would bring them into me, into school for me in the sixth grade, which was really sweet. So thank you. I just you. remember your mom hated those stuffed animals. She Well, because they were dirty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she mm-hmm. was like thanks and like <laughs> open the trash <laughs> yeah thanks mom for yeah. uh yeah all right mike says how did ian not see himself on spencer's laptop he well, might he have he might have but he also the way they showed it he was close to seeing what could be but also it very well could be played that he didn't actually see mm-hmm. yeah but ian would probably want to see like out of his peripheral or fake that he can't see what's going on Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. how would ian put his keys in his jacket pocket then check his coat yeah i know we talked about this mike because it just wouldn't and then after all to be honest she goes none none of the keys worked well then did he put that one single key in his pocket and then put the other keys in the coat and also didn't Caleb ask her if she wanted him to pick the lock? Right. I guess because she doesn't want him to be involved. Involved. Yeah, that makes sense. But it would have been like, hey, I will give you money if you pick this lock for me. Right. Exactly. They've done shade. If they, they're doing shady shit to begin with, you might as well just like add another th- layer to it. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever snuck a flask in somewhere? No. No, I've never owned a flask. I don't think I've ever even taken a swig out of someone's flask. Mm, no. no. If if I'm going to go somewhere drunk, then I'll pre-game. I mean, th- like, I, like I do that. It's been like 20 years. But then I go <laughs> pre-game and then go there. Or I would just get a cocktail at the bar. Same. No flasks. Is Arya's old babysitter going to still be in town? Will she continue to go after Ezra? Do you think she'll find out about him and Ezra? I think she's going to stick around unless you tell me she's on the island. Let me confirm that because I don't remember. Uh, I should have looked this up before. She's on the island. So Wiki, Wiki says. So she was put into this episode to create a divide between her and Ezra. And then for Ezra to be like, no, I love you. I guess so. Yeah. Wouldn't you say that's what the device was? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, this actress, she's been in a lot of things and I was watching it. I remember watching it for the first time and feeling like she looks a lot like Allie. I'm like, is she like this distant relative or something? But no, she's on the island. So that's it for Simone. 
Vic says, have you ever went to a dance-a-thon? No, I haven't. I only did one. And my dance studio at the time, it was like very soon after 9-11. And we did like a charity to raise money. And it was like we kind of danced the whole night and people like donated. That's the only thing I can think of. There was never any like school ones like that. No. Have you ever called someone while drunk? Yes. But it's always Krista. <laughs> right. It's not like an embarrassing. You're no, not embarrassing no. yourself. And usually I'm the one who's like FaceTiming. Oh, like she's a FaceTime drunk. <laughs> but only to Krista. Like I never think to message or text or call anybody except for my best friend. So. Yeah. Even yeah. in the back in the day, drunk and like being in fights or not, you know, liking a boy or whatever. I never did. And if I did, I was like, I am the best drunk texter. I am the right? best. Oh, same. I was like, I got mm-hmm. this with my periods and my X, my capital letters and my cor- correct grammar. <laughs> yeah. Who will we see Caleb interact with the most? Vic thinks Hannah. Yeah, I think Hannah as well. Yeah. I hope. Oh, you hope? I do. Why? Because there's nobody to root for. He's a cutie. (laughs) He's a cutie. Let's get this. He is a cutie. Did you have a cringe scene? There's like nothing that like particularly stood out at me. But I just like like laughed a lot with like the Caleb, you know, don't let's not talk here stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but nothing really cringy in this episode. That's good. It's good to know. It may be like the last scene with Hannah, like, Spencer, do you know who that is? Like the way she looked at her. Yeah, it's just funny. What about a quote? Yeah, I love Caleb and what he said. No, you don't know the first thing about you. Oh, yes. That's great. That's a great line. He's very, um, well, he's very mature so far that we can tell. So, yeah, we'll get we'll get more of Caleb and you'll. You'll see what's going on with him. I actually have another quote by Caleb. I threw him some extra ringtones on the house because (laughs) that just sent me back into a place of happiness where I could like download ringtones for my phone. Oh my gosh. I mean, you still can, but like at that point you had whatever you wanted. Yeah. And everybody had their own ringtone. Like I assigned certain. Now I hate the sound of a phone ringing. Yeah. (laughs) Try to avoid that. Yeah. What about an MVP? My MVP was Spencer. Yeah. I love how she took care of uh, Emily in this episode. Yeah, I, I really, really, really enjoyed Spencer in this episode. I uh, We had votes for Spencer and Kayla, but I actually picked Emily. Okay, I, I loved Emily like, too. I really liked her. Um, she was very like a go-getter in this episode with you know, making sure she can call Maya. And then she's sticking up, even though she was drunk, she's sticking up to Ian. And I feel like, and in next week's episode, I really am like, wow, she's shining because she's being more assertive, which we Mm -hmm. haven't seen from her yet. What about a shittiest? I really struggled. Ian, just because he's Ian, but I don't really, like no one stood out actually to me. I picked Hannah. Um, we did get the most votes for Hannah because of the Lucas situation. While I understand, obviously, I don't want to give it to her. I don't want to give it to anyone. But like everyone's like trying to manipulate a situation so that it's better 
for them, mm-hmm. which obviously that's, that's everyday life, you know. But yeah, yeah, that's with true. Hannah, I was like, I was very upset with her. It's definitely the yeah. shittiest thing she's done thus far on the show. Yeah. All right, time for a Betty of the week. You were total better, total better, total better, total better. You're a total Betty. This week I have chosen Lisa. Lisa. If you listen to Talk in Texas Forever, you already know about Lisa, but she has been active actively sending her emails again. She was making us laugh over there. And I just wanted to shout her out and say thank you so much for your continued support. You are such a great addition and we love getting to hear from you and getting to know you. So continue with those emails. Thank you, Lisa. Okay. So what do we do as an emoji? I had like all over the place options. I had a shadow. I had a laptop. I had a briefcase and I had a key. I had a dance emoji and a phone. (laughs) A phone? So yeah, because... Caleb hooked up. Oh, 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 I see. I like, see. Like fixed Emily's phone or whatever. So, which I like dance the key. emoji though? Did Just you the you know the dancer the the, the red seventies? Oh, that girl. Because there's also like a seventies guy. Yeah, no, not guy. disco. So yeah. we do a key. Yeah, let's do the key. Okay, so put that key in a Discord DM, in a email, in an Apple Podcast review, possibly. Like these girls are the key to my heart each week. And I can't wait to listen to them every Wednesday. Cute. That's as simple as that. I just gave you that. You literally verbatim could take what I just said. Put it in an Apple Podcast review if you haven't already. We would really appreciate it. Again, if you haven't left us a review and you were liking the show, we would super appreciate that Apple Podcast review. It helps the show out so much. And that way we can get all these PLL fans together in the world and we're one big happy family. all right so it's time for the title for episode 15 are you ready yeah the title is if at first you don't succeed lie lie again and my secret to be revealed i've got a secret i've got a secret i've got a secret the girls find the store that carried the Allie and jenna friendship bracelets and they go searching for who bought them. I could have given you other things, but like, I didn't. <laughs> I thought that one was good. I was like, oh, that looks like a little mysterious. <laughs> Her face is telling me no, guys. Her face is telling me no. Okay, cool. That's exciting. I, I just assumed Allie bought them. But what about the fake Allie bracelet? Remember, there's two. Yeah. So the girls find where, okay, yeah, sorry. I'm, <laughs> I know. I'm, ha- I have brain fog, folks. <laughs> Just transparency. I have COVID currently, and it's like the brain fog is real. Um, so they find out who bought the bracelet. Or just where they were purchased. Where from. they were purchased. They're looking to see if they could figure out who's the one who Ooh. bought the bracelet. That way, if yeah, they, hopefully we'll figure out who A is. Yeah, but we don't. They don't find out who purchased. Maybe they do. Right. I don't know why I asked you that. That's such a direct question with a direct answer. Like, well, maybe. Okay. I'm excited for that. I don't know who they 
who they're going to find out. Like, I can't really predict who bought the bracelet. Like, of course, again, my first guess is Ian. So do you think that Ian is A? I don't. I don't. But he is involved. Clearly. And so he's trying to, I truly believe he's trying to cover his tracks because it looks suspicious that he was with her and there's this video of them together. But I think it comes to a point where he's going to be like, I was with her and we were involved. But then I left her and I don't know what happened next. I think that's where this is going. Right. It's like each piece is like, I did see her, but then she left and I did see her and then she left. So like we had that with Toby and possibly now with Ian. Yeah. Yeah. We'll uh, we'll see what happens next week. Or maybe... Jenna, the bracelet. Right, because they do find one for Jenna. Right. I mean, Jenna could have bought these bracelets. She could have. To kind of protect Tobifer because she somehow knew Tobifer's sweater was involved. I don't know. It's it's a work (laughs) in progress, folks. Yeah. And I look forward week, to it. Yeah. I look forward to each it. Each week we'll get a little bit more. And yeah. uh, you'll see what happens in episode 15. And we'll be back next week. Have a wonderful week. And thank you so very much for listening. Hey, thanks so much for listening to We Are Liars, a Pretty Little Liars podcast, part of the Total Betty Podcast Network. If you'd like to find out more about our network, head over to Instagram at Total Buddy Podcast Network. If you'd like to join in on the fun with submitting questions and comments, weareliarspod at gmail.com is where you'll find us. This has been a Total Betty Podcast. Produced and edited by Michelle Rubenstein and Alyssa Tenio. Music by Anthony Vacora.